You know when when people say, oh, like your wedding was the best day of your life and you think, eh, no. It was honestly the best day and night of our lives. We started getting ready at half six in yeah, the morning. Yeah, you started getting ready at six and ready at two. I could have had a flight to no. America <laughs> by the time you'd gotten ready. That's yeah. ridiculous. But, do you know what? I thought happy feet, happy wife. You just, that's never a yeah, saying, by the way. No one's ever said that. Well, it's happy life, happy wife. Yeah. I was having a happy life with happy feet. Hello, <laughs> and welcome back to the Not So Fit Club podcast with your hosts, Ben Holden. And Lizzie Holden! <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I've actually said it out loud, you know. Is it? Do you feel a bit weird? Well, before I said Lucy Davis. No, we went, we, yeah, we went to the bank yesterday as well, to be fair. Yeah, but I didn't have to say Lucy Holden. Yeah, we were talking about changing your name over, weren't we? Yeah, because you have to do it for your bank and everything. There's actually so much stuff you have to do it before you don't realise until... Because I've just been doing stuff for the Nepal trip in November and I'm thinking, well, it's booked under Lucy Davis, so I can't actually change anything. Lucy Holden. We do need to think about the, the podcast intro because I wouldn't be doing that intro at all the time. I keep forgetting how you spell it and everything. Well, you've, only, you've only known me for five, myself. six, seven years and been writing it down. Yeah, but you question yourself. You actually question how how the fuck you spell your last name. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to. That's the first time I've said it out loud. I think it's proper weird. It's strange. It is really strange. It's happy strange, though. It's not like, oh, ugh. it's glorious. Glory, it's glorious strangeness. But yeah, we need to actually think of a new podcast intro, don't we? Maybe it'll just be Lucy and Ben. Maybe like that one with The Simpsons. The Holden's. No, I hate da, that. Da, da, da. I hate it. Okay. What, what do other people do who have the same last name? Sort of. Or do they just say, like, welcome back? Welcome. Comment on Spotify and YouTube what you think it I should think be. I think people because... did last time. I think there's a few votes for different ones. Okay, well, comment this time and then we can have a little look if anyone has, like, new ideas of what we can intro it as. You could say, I'm Lucy. You're not giving your vowels. You can just say whatever you want. No, I'm not. That was actually the scariest part of the whole wedding, I think, was giving the vowels. Best say, day, of, best day of our lives. We had, guys, we had. You know when when people say, oh, like your wedding is the best day of your life, and you think, eh, no. It was honestly the best day and night of our lives. Like we actually, I don't see him at now because I seem very energetic. We have the worst wedding blues. Before we go into that, let's talk oh. Let's talk, talk through first. There's, do you want me to go through the whole day? Well, one thing I was going to say is some there's a couple of people who, who didn't turn up and I think you always expect some people not to. Do you think some people get, do you think some people actually get invites and go, oh, fucking hell, I wish I got an invite for that? No. Not for all weddings, I just mean in general. No, I don't think so. I think people do. I think there's people out there and go, fuck, I don't really know, know that person that well. It's a pain in the arse traveling to there. It's definitely, that def do you think that happens, Carl? I think that definitely happens. Potentially, yeah. I think some, yeah, it's a bit strange. With like people you don't know that well. Yeah, it's kind of on the fringes of being. Oh, yeah, if you didn't know someone. Yeah. Saying well, that though, at all. At the wedding, there were some people who traveled five, Far six hours, way. turned up for three hours, and then drove back five, six who hours. Who were pregnant? Yeah. yeah, insane, by the way. Un but like, honestly, you realize. Should we say thank you to who that was? Yeah, yeah. naturally, Stephanie. Yeah. Unreal. P position your mic a bit higher up. You just. Sorry, yeah, guys. Um, yeah, drove all the way from Scotland. She's having her baby soon with her partner, and they drove to the evening of the wedding and drove back. And honestly, that is so special. Like you can't thank people, you literally can't thank people enough because, wow. Like, uh, uh, we had a lovely gift a off the Terry's. Terry's yeah, Chocolate Orange. Not that Terry's Chocolate Orange, but off Ryan Terry and Amy Terry. Yeah. They, they, they sadly couldn't attend oh, yeah, because God. I think Ryan's Mrs. Amy is literally 10 days out from dropping. Yeah. So they're a bit uncomfortable. Look at that, guys. But yeah, they got us a nice bottle of Moe. Gorgeous. With the, the personally engraved saying the Haldens. So thank you very much for Ryan. I wonder how many times he checked that thinking how I spelt it right. Well, he was, he was flapping, ring, ringing the post office because it was our postman came into the back garden, just swung open the back gate and buried it underneath a bench so we didn't even know it was there. Yeah, we thought it went missing. I yeah. think, though, for, for our wedding, there wasn't anyone, anyone who wasn't coming had told us. It wasn't like, oh... Like, yeah, literally everyone had told us if they couldn't make it or they couldn't attend, which I think is also, like, really respectful to do, mm -hmm. evening for the evening part. So, good God, it was the best day of my life. Arriving. 
the venue. You went there the day before. Yeah, me and Mags were there the day before and then went for dinner with my family at their Airbnb because my mum, I said to my mum. They were there before you were? Yeah, mum got there really early on the Friday. And before this, I just said, I was like, oh, we're just going to go to a local pub and just get like a pub. Oh, don't do that on the mic, Ben. I can't drink coffee now either. (laughs) For the listeners, that wasn't me, that was Ben. Um, We were going to go to a... (laughs) No, it is awful. What, breathing, drinking, (laughs) eating? the gulping. It wasn't a gulp, it was just a drink. That's what normal people do. My mum was really paranoid that we were going to get food poisoning before the wedding. Your mum was literally wrapping you in cotton wool and bubble wrap. Yeah. Don't walk too far. Yeah, don't, don't run too, don't train too hard. <laughs> don't like, she got really basically, because I was like, oh, would you, me and Megs will just go for like a local pub dinner in Nantwich and it'll be lovely. And she was like, I'll cook a vegetarian lasagna. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm not vegetarian, but that sounds wonderful. So me and Megs went there the night before and then it was just me and her Friday night, and we just sat there listening to our podcast. You watched the podcast. We watched the podcast for an hour and a half because Meg wanted to watch it. And I thought, okay, she'll watch like five minutes. Hour and a half later, I'm sat there watching our whole episode from last week, which is actually lovely. It was a really good episode. And then we went to sleep quite early. Just now, from last week's episode, I said to you at the end of it, did I come across low energy there? We were in the gym Thursday morning before we recorded last week's episode. And going into the episode just didn't want to film it felt like a bag of mm. shit because we'd had a couple of strange things happen yeah, that's just how it is for lots of people who basically let us know who were people who were closer to us than you think drop out of the wedding and that's what pissed me off and that's why i was in a shit mood last week if anyone if anyone watching thought ben what's wrong have you got your wedding in two days that is why I don't think you came across like that, though. Me and Carl said I you were I tried to pull it together, fine. but I just thought I'd let people know and be honest with people that I was just having a shit day because of that had happened. But I was also so high energy. I think it, you kind of leveled me out mm-hmm. because I was hyper. I actually thought you were really wonderful that episode. I thought I was so energetic and so high energy. I thought I was too much. But yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely fine. But yeah, I think it's nice to just Clarify. Reflect. You'll have shit days sometimes, especially if, you have, especially if you have shit news around something that's important to you. Absolutely. Arrival, you got there. You only stayed overnight, didn't you? We got we got there. What time did we get there, Carl? About half eleven. Half eleven. We got there about half eleven, and then we just pretty much dumped our stuff in that lodge, and we went to play croquet. Croquet was croquet? it? Croquet. Me and the boys croquet? was basically bashing a ball around with wooden sticks in the, on the lawn, and you guys were upstairs in the the bridal the bridal suite, suite upstairs. We obviously started getting ready considerably earlier than you guys. We you started getting ready at half six in yeah, the morning. Yeah, you started getting ready at six and ready at two. I could have had a flight to no. America <laughs> by the time you'd gotten ready. That's yeah. ridiculous. I have six bridesmaids, my auntie and my mum, all getting hair and makeup. You have to think it's an, an hour per person for makeup. It's like half an hour, 45 minutes for hair. My hair took two hours. Like, if you've, if you've seen pictures of my hair on the day, looks like it couldn't have taken that long. It took two hours and then another 45 minutes right before the wedding to take out all the pink curls and brush it into place. But the glam team glammed. Glam squad. Glam squad, honestly. Carl, Carl was my glam squad. <laughs> yeah, literally. Ben, all in, how long did it take you to get ready? <laughs> From being naked to being dressed, how long did it take? To think, tw- to think 20 minutes. That is potentially overstated. And that's only well. because we were taking photos of my dad, so Carl was pausing us every now and again to take photos. So, yeah. No, but if you were to include, like, when you had a shower, shaved... Hair products. You're talking an hour. You're talking an hour. Come on, like showering. Took me ten minutes to shower in the morning. Oh, before that, before that, me and the boys obviously we we had a quick gym workout in the morning. Yeah, that's cute. Got Danny, my best man, in the ice bath because he's never had one before. I think he actually quite enjoyed that. And me and the boys, four of us, had a quick workout in the garage only for forty minutes. Get the heart rate low because they want to keep it too high and stress out. And then we drove up, (laughs) grabbed the Starbucks on the way. You had such a chill morning, yeah, Joe. What was so funny? We all grabbed the Starbucks and we drove into the place and we all had a bit of croquet. And you guys were up in the top of the building could see out. We were all obviously getting changed. It started off in the lodge in the morning and the cameras were going off. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, why is this side? You were lunging <laughs> up and down at like, I don't know what time, like 10 o'clock. And I was thinking, what the hell are they doing? I was pissed off at one thing though. Mm. so we got we get to the lodge i think me cal and danny walked into the kitchen we've had nothing to eat by the way because we're waiting for this breakfast hamper at the at the lodge breakfast hamper sitting on the side like can't wait for this 
cannot wait for this. Open it. There's one tin of beans and two eggs. That is it in the breakfast hamper. I was no. like, what the, f- the feck is this? Well, you... Straight on the phone. You messaged you. Where, me. where, where's my breakfast hamper? <laughs> no, you didn't say that. You said, you said, is that the breakfast <laughs> hamper? Because the night before me and Meg got there and did the exact same thing. Like oh, the basket thing was open, two eggs and Heinz beans. I said, oh, I was like, oh my God, Megan, that's the breakfast hamper. Like that, I was like, I've got that for the boys and all. It's like, what, how, how are we going to, I was like, check the fridge. There was like two sausages, some toast, a bit of jam. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to message the, the person. I messaged, he was like, no, no, you get them at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, oh, fine. So when you message, like, is that the breakfast hamper? I was like, no, you yeah, literally Yeah, because Danny had gone to the fridge and found some spare bacon. So yeah. he fried three pieces of bacon and was sat there on the sofa, pissed off, just eating bacon on its own. Yeah, that was not your breakfast that's hamper. Your, that's your hamper was belter, to be fair. Do you know what I loved? The actual, like, the whole process of getting ready with all my girls, the flowers, the bouquets. Obviously, we did a reveal for all of them where I was like fully dressed. So only like Josh, who was doing my hair and Jess doing the makeup were the, the first, and my dad obviously saw me ready. And then they all saw me. They were like, oh my God, and it well, was so what did, magical. What did your mum forget? Oh, my mum, bless her. When we were <laughs> down at the lodge, my mum's really, really organized. Yeah, she is. And like Josh just wanted the veil so we could, we could have a little look where I was going to sit. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go and get it out of the car. Because I could see my dress laid out in the back of mum's car. And I kind of, because it's in this massive box. And I'm thinking, where the fuck is the veil? Like, I don't know where Why it's Why was that in a separate mom. box? Yeah, it was in a separate box. And I just said, I was like, Where's, can I just, can you grab the veil? And I think she knew, she was like, I don't, ha- I don't have the veil. Head I was gone. like, where is the veil? I was like, is it with dad Alarm though? systems were going off the world. Was she she straight on the phone. She's like, Clive, can, can you set off now? Can you come that quick? It was fine because yeah, he was only rang, 10 minutes Your dad rang me road. and said, can you let me in? Because we've got, I've got the I've got veil, veil, but I wasn't there yet. Yeah, it was. It literally wasn't an issue at all. And she didn't need to panic like she panicked. But yeah, the, the veil wasn't with the bride at the point. That was when we were leaving. I said to Danny, my best man, three times. Have you got the rings? Yeah. Have you got the rings? Yeah. Have you got the rings? No. Yeah. Because I thought, I said to you, shall I bring the rings with me? Because the, the exact reason I thought, you know what? I just don't want you to forget them. Well, it was because the night before when I was at, with a couple of the guys having food, they were telling me about a story in a similar location where someone forgot the rings. They had to drive all the way back and delay the ceremony by... An, an hour or like 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Well, you were a little bit late. I mean... Well, the only, re- I was really kind of, clo- I didn't have a watch on and I didn't know where my phone was, but I kept asking me what time it was because I knew it was like quarter to two and my dress wasn't done up. Basically, you have, you know, with like, you get three, like a corset thing, it wasn't a corset, but it has three different settings, like loose, tight, really tight. When I did what the fitting, well, when I did the fitting, it was on really tight because I wanted it snug. We put it on really tight and I was like, I started hyperventilating. I was like, it's too tight. Like take it off, take, take the dress off. And this was at like quarter to two. So I couldn't breathe, but I think I was nervous for the wedding. So we undid it, put it on the looser one, got all ready, saw dad, like dad saw me for the first time. I spoke to the registrar man. Yeah. Again, really hot and sweaty, stood there thinking, holy fuck. And then we had to undo the dress again and put it on the tight one I, once I calmed down. Because uh. it was just feeling... Because the way my dress sits, it it's not here, is it? It kind of went over and round the back. Yeah. So it, I needed the extra, like, so it was on the tightest setting. But yeah, it was like 5-2 and we were all doing that reveal upstairs. And then obviously I had to get all the way downstairs in the most uncomfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. And then got there. And then I think, I think it was like 5 past 2. We weren't exactly late, were we? No. Well, I was. So do people usually... Get- is the groom supposed to stand outside the altar and greet people? Because I just didn't do that. Is that a normal thing, Carl? Maybe, to. yeah. It's semi-traditional, but it doesn't matter. We were we were a bit late getting up there because we were waiting for the photographer to come right down who didn't take any pictures of us. So it's a good job <laughs> Carl <laughs> got all the pictures of me getting ready. Otherwise, we'll have none of me and my dad, which is some of my favourite photos as well. Yeah, they are gorgeous pictures. I mean, the pictures in general are absolutely a picture of my dad. <laughs> the best photo of the day. On yeah, we'll ping it on screen. Well, actually, make sure Which we ping it on screen. He said, make sure that photo doesn't go anywhere. It's a picture of my dad in his white shirt. <laughs> his and he's got no, no pants. pants on. He's just chilling in his box. And Cal said to me, you're going to put your pants on. What did he say? He's like, nah, I'm happy. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone was sweating their dick off in there as well. That's why. That is also another point. Sorry. 
we were hands down the luckiest people with the weather. Oh my God. Yeah, we so were. as in like shocked. It rained the day before. And then we looked at the forecast the day of 27 degrees in the shade. And we thought that is hot. I have not got a dress for that heat. Like that's all I could think is my dress was like 10 layers, like a mesh, like, like, like netting underneath. And I'm thinking I'm going to be sweating. Bridesmaids are in like satin silk. They're going to sweat. You're in a three piece. I was in a three piece suit with a shirt on the dicky bow. I was absolutely melting inside Initially we were supposed to get married outside and I'm actually so glad we didn't. Yeah. Because the the grass was a little bit wet from the day before. It was sweltering. Like as in like glorious gorgeous but we got married in the in the lovely um indoor area which was so much nicer but when i was stood waiting outside i kept saying to josh i was like my hair's wet i was like have you glammed me for like three hours and i'm wet i'm dripping and they were like you look fine but i think i was so nervous i was like shaking and then they put the song on the, the walking down the aisle song the vow by Ruthann. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Am I singing the wrong song? I don't know what you're singing. Da, 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 no, you da, are on. Da, da, yeah, da, similar. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. I can hear you calling. No. The first bit was correct. Collins. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> the first bit was correct. <laughs> That's it. When that moment happened. When that started playing, my eyes just like, you know, when they I fill up with water, as well. filled up with water, all the bridesmaids look back at me. And I think Lauren went to Steph, turn around because Steph, Steph cries like when all the time, she's yeah. all the time seeing me gets very emotional. Lauren, Steph, turn around, Steph, turn around. Lucy's crying. Jess caught my tears and dad just went, Who's Jess? makeup artist. And then dad just went, take it all in. Like just take it all in, look, have a little look around. Yeah, that's very as you're walking down the aisle, isn't it? In moments like, and then obviously when we walk down, <laughs> I'm going hi, hi. I turn around, you sir. <laughs> I was like, I was fucking. When I was shaking so much, but I was like, like waving to people, oh, yeah. like, like the fucking queen go past. <laughs> and then he whispered in my ear again because I was like, I. Then I looked at you, and you looked at me. I think your eyes were full. They of tears, when, but they didn't drip. When I heard the song come on, to be fair. Yeah. It was hard standing in that bit as well, because when the boys were standing at the side of me, there was a door where you were walking past. And they and said, I could don't have quite easily seen you, yeah. Yeah, they said, don't look, which is, yeah, fair play to the boys looking out. Yeah. But yeah, the, the walking down the aisle, and then obviously when I got to bed, and my legs were just like this. I think also what we weren't supposed to do, and we did, we had a little cheeky kiss. That's not hard to say. No, traditionally though, I don't think you're supposed to. I think you just well, traditionally as well. They don't. You don't look down the aisle at the other person. Yeah, I'm glad you did the, though, because I think that's really nice. The reason for that is because they were for arranged <laughs> marriages. You weren't supposed to see the person you were marrying until they stepped. Yeah, next yeah. To... Well, a lot of people also have the veil over the head, but oh my god, I would have fucking in a fucking whew, too hot. I think halfway through as well, I'm like nudging Ben, going, "I'm fucking well off. <laughs> Am I wet? Like my face? Am I sweating?" And you're like, "No, you look yeah, lovely." But it was gorgeous. Canapes, brilliant. Awesome. Oh, we're straight out the ceremony now. Yeah, we're out the ceremony. Sorry, just a shout out to my gramps as well. Oh, who, yeah, yeah. Who did a what reading a and he's 92 and it was the one of the best moments of my life. So that reading was read at my mum and dad's wedding as well. And it was so special. I couldn't even, I couldn't even look at him. I was just like staring at the floor because I was like, oh, I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. I think the whole thing about the ceremony is a lot of people say to you, try and be present as possible through the whole thing. I think because you're so nervous about that ceremony bit, you're almost an autopilot, just trying, you're trying not to get things wrong. Mm. So it makes it very difficult to to take it in. I think whoever's doing the ceremony probably understands that. The guy that we had was, was brilliant, Great. to be fair. He was proper jokey as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, which like made laughing. you a bit more relaxed. I was more relaxed. There was one line, and I can't remember what it was, but we both butchered it a bit. Mm. You said it and kind of butchered it. And then... I think I was thinking about what you said and then I butchered it, but I don't think anyone noticed. I can't remember no. what the word was. The word beginning with M and I thought, I don't know what you've just said. I'm going to have to just, words just going to have to come out. But matrimony. It was, matrimony. That was it, Carl. Well done. <laughs> well done, Carl. 
you said it. And I went, and I was like, imagine me. I feel like <laughs> Mittasoni or something, like a pizza. Minestrone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minestrone. Um, that was the only word that I, because it is hard because you're concentrating. Oh, I was concentrating, not falling over. Oh, wow. Sweating. Yeah, the other bit, because you were soaking by the time you got out. And then everyone stands up at the end to throw confetti at you. It was like, you know, when you have a Christmas card that's full of glue and you throw the sprinkles at it to stick. That's what we were. We were the Christmas card. <laughs> Just confetti was stuck to my face like PVA glue. I was like, ah, spitting feathers. <laughs> People are supposed to throw down, and everyone just went. <laughs> well, my auntie got the whole. They said they said to don't throw the full bag at them. My auntie just didn't throw it. She just tipped it on my head like that. So when I got out, I just had the the world's largest dandruff, which we couldn't get on my hair. Gorgeous though. My mum made that confetti. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. It was lovely. Sorry, go on. Canapes. Was it canapes, lovely. <laughs> was the, yeah, the drinks. Was I was smashing canapes. food in all day. To be fair, that was good. That bit walking out of that and then onto the lawn because then yeah. you got a nice corona and a. The blistering sun. It was also nice that we were inside for the part of the ceremony and then we had outside in like the courtyard, the ground, the and dude, everyone the was The dude out. singing, it was great, doing the acoustics. Oh, the it was fantastic. Singing. Bless what was his him, name? Though. He was in the, the raw, raging 30 degree heat and we're all thinking, but you can't move because that's where he was all set up. Because we all, myself and the bridesmaids went straight back inside because I needed to sit down. And the saddest thing is I, got my, I bought my gorgeous new shoes like a year ago my jimmy's shoes love them they lasted the aisle and then i put my other shoes on because they were so uncomfortable yeah. so i had to de-shoe de-heat fan what fan was that me. guy's name who did, who no did... idea he was just part of the band yeah, he was great um yeah bless him he was in like the sweltering heat. we did we didn't have kids there but we had ollie and jacob my two nephews there i thought were brilliant all day i think it, so i think good. i quite enjoyed making that decision not to have kids there and i think to be honest people who attended probably enjoyed it who had kids because all even, of even my cousin said like it's not often they get to spend a night together with a partner mm. uh, and they could properly properly enjoy it so I think yeah was, i think, I think it's good. just a personal decision that we made isn't it from yeah. from from the very start and I don't think I, I would never be offended if when we have kids and then they're like, oh, no kids. I'm like, okay. Like it's, I think it's the decision that the bride and groom make. But yeah, yeah. everyone said that to me who has kids. Like, do you know what? It's really nice to have a night like for us and then go home. Also just be aware of footwear. So anyone's getting married anytime soon because Lucy spent a fortune on heels and we're, we're, we've we're, just we're had all day. Oh, did you? I wasn't listening. Sorry. Cal, sorry. I literally that? just said, sorry. had my Jimmy shoes and they lasted the aisle. I wasn't listening to you. I then put on my spare heels and then trainers were at the end of the mm. night also the thing kind of the jimmy shoes as well you couldn't see them beneath the yeah, you couldn't dress, see anything could you? you could you could have wore fucking flip-flops clogs yeah. you could have you could have wear like could have worn trainers Crocs. but the so the height of the dress was um hemmed to the height of the jimmy shoes so when i put on my little lower heels the dress got lower and then trainers it got lower but i mean Tim, make it, the dress was so big you couldn't even tell. Yeah, but I'm yeah. No, I just, I took them off because I. Do you know what I thought? Happy feet, happy wife. You just that's never a yeah, saying, by the way. Say. No one's ever said that. Well, it's happy life, happy wife. Yeah, I was having a happy life with happy feet. No. So well, I. <laughs> no, I'm not having that. Take that out, Carl. They'll definitely, they'll definitely some, be some nice pictures of the shoes. And I said I'm going to try and stretch them. I think it was just like by fucking like Lauren had to put them on. I was like Lauren, my toe isn't in it. Like my little toe was just out. It was just bad times. But I, I, my, my, uh, the suit that I had, the three piece in green, Danny referred to as the Power Ranger. Yeah, that was actually really good. That and cost cost effective as well because the first place that I rang up. Quoted me twelve thousand pounds for a suit, which you said ten last week on the podcast. Well, which going was on? it going on? Well, <laughs> yeah, that was quite expensive. Mm. Um, and then we, what we- did we do wedding next? Breakfast. The wedding breakfast hall. I don't know what I was doing for that. I didn't really know what I was doing. I walked in, you know, like after a Premier League striker scores scores a goal. Yeah, you I walked didn't. in like that. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was, what should I do? Fucking just wave. Yeah, well, the bride... You, there's, a, there's a video of me just walking in, got that. Like I just fucking equalised for Everton. Well, we went in first to view it. And I obviously had planned that. The, how, how the wedding looked, yeah. I had planned for a year. So when I saw it, I was, I, I was like, wow. I was like jumping and I was running around the whole vet. And Ben was just stood there being like, lovely, gorgeous, stunning. Yeah, it did look great, but it was flowers. No, Ben, it wasn't just flowers. It was cutlery, glasses. The cookie was good. Oh, the cookies were lovely. They were part, yeah. yeah. Did you finish yours, Carl? 
They were yeah, part of it. Yeah, it. was great. Yeah. Shortbread, wasn't it? Shortbread, yeah, it was that was it, yeah. um, And then obviously we went back out and then this is where you kind of went into like hermit mode because you had your speech yeah, coming up. Yeah, I was up. fucking shit myself. I think I was most ne- I was yeah. more I was more nervous for that than I was at the altar. Fair, because yeah. Because you're there with me for that bit. I've got to do a 10 minute speech on my own. And I said at the start of the speech, I've done presentations before, mm. done talks before, but when it's in front of a full room full of people that you love and care for and telling personal stories it's a lot different to just speaking about knowledge versus emotions yeah you were you had your little we were we were like outside everyone was obviously seated and you were just sat there reading over your little cue cards i was like you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine then everyone did the thing with the napkins as you've seen people do that before well, it was it was asked if we wanted it, and I thought, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it sounds great. Like, because I've never been, I've never seen people do it, but I thought it was nice instead of just like, like clapping. Like yeah. it was just people twizzling the napkins was so nice. And obviously, we sat down. I didn't do a speech, did I? It wasn't a speech. It was just I've got some flowers. I think what we'll then... do is as well. We'll send you as many of these clips as we can, Carl. I think it'd be quite nice to include a couple of little video snips from each bit. Oh, Carl, what did he? What did he say on what? last week's podcast about sharing? Oh fuck that! You're not putting the whole wedding video in it. I'm talking about people who like we'll put a 10 second clip of people waving napkins, not <laughs> someone, not my mum and dad breaking down in tears, or you standing at the altar listening to the full vows. Yeah, no, we wouldn't do that. I still um, stand by my word. Bullshit! If you put your full wedding online, okay, who you are. <laughs> um. So we did the flowers and then obviously the speeches just just started straight away because we always said that we want to do speeches before we'd want to do the food. Yeah, because so my dad went, his speech was absolutely wonderful. Such honestly, he shared the little Lucy Davis, didn't he? He shared that life and he, he shared me. And then it was Ben's speech, which again, wow. Like you did so well on your speech, considering how nervous you were and you've been practicing it for so long. And then obviously moved on to Danny's. Danny did really well, to be fair with the uh, yeah, and he was man. he was super Great. nervous, and he he, he was, was also hilarious. Himself. Like he was literally so funny. But yeah, no, the speech was absolutely fantastic. And then we had the food, and the night literally lasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good. I, I was I felt I could chill out after that bit. I after your speech, yeah, and that's why I'm looking forward to watching your dad's back because I couldn't really take it in. Because I was just thinking about my speech. Did you guys feel like it just shot past? So quick. Day? I just looked at my watch at one point and listened. It was like quarter past six. Like, where has the day gone? I, so I tried to not look at the time because... So I didn't have a watch on. I didn't have my phone. I actually don't know where my phone was the whole night. I think it was just in a bag. I really tried to not look at the time. And the first time I asked, I was like, oh, what time is time is it? It was half ten. And I was I felt like really sad. Like I was oh, wow. absolutely gutted. What? Pulled that on my chin. That's disgusting, Ben. Um, I was absolutely gutted when someone said it's half ten. I was like, I can't believe we've only got like two and a half hours. And then I thought, wow, we need to make the most of it in every single element. And I think because you have, ooh, it's almost tick yeah. boxing, isn't it? You have the altar, then you have the wedding breakfast, and you have well speeches, wedding breakfast. Uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, the, I actually enjoy the spe- doing the speeches in the end. I think it's just that it's more the anticipation rather than doing it because once it's done, it's like, yeah. it's... You were so confident though. You were so... I think when you watch it back, you'll be quite surprised. I felt like I... That I, you butchered I, it. I feel like if my elocution teacher watches it back, she'd be calling me out on things. Who gives a fuck about your elocution only because, teacher? No, because I've practiced for Sorry. a long time. Show your move. Yeah. Speech was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's, um, part, there's a part of it and nearly lost it. I've said that to Carl before. With your dad. Yeah. So did your dad, though. Did I'm glad you weren't looking at your dad. Yeah, thank God for because that. Because I think your dad was re- really emotional. I'll, I'll read the bit I'll tell it to my dad, shall I? Do you want to? Yeah. I'll be all right now. Okay. Just the bit that I spoke to him. I think I've told this story once before, yeah. but I think it'd be quite nice just to... Just, I don't want to say the bit about you because I think that's a bit more... Oh, yeah. Not. No, do the bit about... Yeah, do the bit about your dad. That's okay. lovely. We'll put this in. This is the actual speech that I gave to my dad on the day. My dad... I would first like to thank you for your genetics, which cost me £3,000 trip to Turkey. But hey, maybe you speak to Clive after the event. You can arrange a buy one, get one, return to Istanbul. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Cloud, crowd yeah. applause. Give, give me some real applause. <laughs> I was connecting some of the dots of how me and Lucy met as I was writing this speech. 
And it was mainly through my business in which I will go into in a bit more detail in a second. But there's a time I was on the verge of closing my current business down. And all of this I'm celebrating and thank you for today may never have happened. I haven't told this story before, but I'll try and give you the meat of it. I needed to find £10,000 as a young guy in my 20s would call it a day on my current business due to one bad decision or another. I knew my dad wasn't exactly Jeff Bezos and at the time, sorry, at the time, and when I was a kid would tell me to piss off fast for 50p on a Saturday for a bottle of Iron Brew, which is where he got his nickname from my granddad from, Tight Horse. <sighs> but I plucked up the courage to ask him for £10,000 to save my business nonetheless, whilst in the back of my mind knowing it was a pipeline dream in reality. To my surprise, and without hesitation, he said yes. My dad literally saved my business at the time, allowed me to follow a career in what I love, and did it without batting an eyelid. Why? He had what I like to call delusional optimism, blind belief. Belief which required no previous evidence to gain his trust, all because I was his son. Which in retrospect has led to everything else that has come along today, and me finding the love of my life. If I can be half as good as dad as you are, I'll this be a happy where man. You start to cry. Yeah. And I know that granddad will be looking down and super proud of you too. So you paused before that last line. Because I couldn't quite I knew because I knew what the next line was and I knew that next I was I was on the verge of being upset anyway. And then I knew what the next line was. And that's yeah. because because I could see what it was and obviously no one else knew what it was going to be. I knew I had to try and compose myself before saying that bit. Yeah. I also think it was really nice that you mentioned like my sister. Oh yeah, man. My mum, dad, your mum, dad. Because that is, and your sisters, because that's really like intimate. And it also meant a lot to me and my family that you had recognised the importance of Meg in my life. And you've not just kind of like, just mentioned the bride in a way. You kind of went yeah. down all avenues. Um, I think it's hard because you can, with some you can go you can go on for a, it's like ollie who cuts my hair 27 minutes speech you did as the groom yeah that's long that if i was going on we for anything longer than 10 minutes i would have been asking people to throw things <laughs> at me and boo me off i think we should move on to some of the questions that people have asked us about the wedding as well in terms of the actual day because we have so oh, many wonderful but one of the things that it was what the, the end song Oh, love story. Yeah, that was Bella's. That everyone just fucking throwing you know shapes why? at the end of the dance floor. So on my Hindu, there's a video of me in a bikini in the hot tub with a veil on, really quite drunk, dancing to that with Becky. And we did the whole scene rolling around on the grass. So Lauren had asked at like five to one, can you put love story on? And it was the probably the best moment of my life. <laughs> like, it was like, we were just like, everyone was, was getting great. involved. Everyone's going like, mental. All our parents, like, we're still up. What was your was, dad like? Your dad was dancing dad the whole night dancing away. dancing the whole night. Throwing shapes. Absolutely. I think he was the number one dancer. Like, he was absolutely I love it. We so can find a proper video of your dad throwing shapes, dancing. Oh, yeah. We'll put that up, definitely. He was just so, yeah, absolutely fantastic. But yeah, playing my story. My dad, the next day, life. when we were having the breakfast in the morning, was going... What was that shite you were dancing to at the what end? Was that Disney, that song? Disney song you were dancing to? Like, wasn't Disney, it was Taylor Swift. Yeah, get it right, Dad. Um, but the other good thing, which I really actually enjoyed, and I will give them a recommendation, me and Carl were speaking to them at the end, was the cigar bar. Oh, yeah, they that were so That was actually good. brilliant, that. I thought that was such a good thing to kind of, we'd been inside for until 9pm, so we were the, in, in the breakfast thing from, what, 4 till 9 we've been inside for about five hours no everyone was outside like straight after food because it was so hot no but they weren't because they'd gone on the dance floor and stuff and people yeah. were still eating not there's only a couple of people outside by this point so the guys from the cigar pour came and set up about half seven eight o'clock mm. and i gathered all the boys together and we went outside and went over to the cigar bar had a couple of cigars the guys put the fire pits on so we all sat around the fire pit having a cigar speaking about the day speaking about stories i just thought it was really nice breaking the for sort mm -hmm. of 30, 30 minutes an hour and then he brought the, the other bits of food that which we had gyro gyros gyros heroes gyros heroes i think gyros everyone says different thing it was a chicken so kebab it was gyros chicken gyros it's not a spell but i think it's pronounced heroes i can i've never heard it pronounced no. like that pedantic car i think i am right on that one but yeah, i think you're right. check for you and fish and chips and fish and chips they were belters to be fair yeah. so that was great i really broke up the day i'll what are they called 
I will, I will give them a shout out. I'll, I'll find them, you can't remember. Yeah. Uh, revolutionary cigars they're called on instagram and yeah. we had, i put a little video up yesterday which was which was really cool yeah i think it was nice because it was something for the guys as well i mean oh, some of the girls were trying the girls as well, which was, is funny were chonging the cigars as well it was um, great but yeah uh, and they were all they were all customized that said lucy and ben on the cigars which i thought was nice Did they? and i've still got 10 of them left downstairs keep one as no, no. Sake. i'm smoking one of them on each of our anniversaries by yourself yeah, you can, can chong a cigar with me if you want. Absolutely so that was Carl's not. idea. Because, well, you, cigars, that's what I, I've got a cigar downstairs yeah. just 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. So I think that'd be a really nice thing. I didn't know they had. That's really nice. That's a really nice touch, actually. Where is that? Where do they put that on the cigar, just on the side? On a label. It's on the label, yeah, with these oh. labels on the cigars. Yeah, no, that was a really nice touch. I think you you have to, to I guess, like as the bride and groom, think of everyone in terms of what kind of stuff you want to do and like keep people entertained and how you're going to do it and things like that. Just before we go into the questions, can we mention something that you mentioned at the start? What? Wedding blues. Well, this is, I'm going to go change the questions because that is a lot of the questions. Okay. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so do you have the wedding blues now similar to after the 100K? I was thinking about your 100K when I was thinking about this. Oh, shit. To be fair, I think the 100K was worse because it's kind of... It was more like that was physical, and I've yeah, got really confused. Well, you were physically and mentally drained, screwed, weren't you? Yeah, and it was also just me. Yeah, like, so I felt own, really yeah. lonely like during that time. But no, we we definitely have wedding. Like even today, we have wedding blues. I really struggled yesterday, and and, and Monday we struggled. Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, today. Yeah, it's I think all... I think because Monday we took the day off work, we went to the zoo, <laughs> went to see mum and dad, had a cup of tea and some yeah. wedding cake. It was still there but yesterday i think the issue was is that i think i got hit harder than you did mm. I, I was saying to cal before i i really struggle with it i think this stems from a couple of reasons i think one because you organized a lot of it you knew what to expect i think i didn't think it was going to be as special as it was you know you hear people say it's the best day of life so yeah yeah whatever okay um and then also going back to my mental health from a few years ago one of my biggest things was self-sabotage mm. so with binge eating one of the biggest things for me is those real bad occasions always happened after a massive high and I'd always get a huge low after it and I got any high and then self-sabotage because I didn't think I was worthy of having that high. So it was always that self-sabotage, almost like a drug. I'd get this high and then I need the low and then I need to catch the high again. So I think that kicked in massively after the wedding. And I think what I often do with things that are emotional, I mask them with work. So even before the wedding, I on the Friday took meetings up until two thirty. Yeah, it was so weird. Because I was trying to mask the anxiousness and stress. As soon as I'd left, then I, I w went to Cheshire Oaks on my own. Didn't I? I was just doing laps of Cheshire Oaks, which is a a shopping place where you can walk around. And I was just st stressing, walking. I have stress mm -hmm. when I've gotten when I'm doing nothing, which isn't a good thing. And that's what I mask it with. So I definitely say to anyone, try and take a t couple of days before off and ease yourself into it. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the couple of days before instead of just masking it with work same coming after i if i could do it again i'd i'd do a honeymoon straight afterwards and like my mum and dad said you've got to try and drag it out for as long as possible and keep keep enjoying the moments and little things that crop up in the photos and things like that because again we'd planned to go back into work pretty soon after and i just wasn't ready to at all i still mm -hmm. had bad blues people call it wedding depression because the the actual feelings are so similar to it, same with when people have, is it postpartum? Mm -hmm. Yeah, similar to that, because you've got this build up for months and months and months, and then, well, potentially the best day of life's over, it can feel very strange. So I think we'll probably just go through a couple of things. People have got weddings coming up, who know a couple of people have asked me questions on Instagram about the, what the wedding blues and what to, to do about them. I think also that you just remember the good times, like you got to fucking remember, like, no, you're not going to do it again. Well, fingers crossed you're not going to do it again. And it is sad that it's over, but also there's so many memories. Like you've just had the best day of your life. I think that's so special. And also, so we have had so many questions like, why aren't you on your honeymoon? Logistics, guys. It just, honest to God for us. No, we could have done it. Do you think? Yeah. How? If we really wanted to have done it, we could have done it. Would have been hard. No, we couldn't. We would have been away right now. Yeah. If we really wanted to do it, we could have done it. Yeah, I and think if I was going to do it again, I'd be away now. 
So that's one, because someone said, what's one thing you would have changed? I'd booked, I'd, I, anyone who's got a wedding coming up, I'd, I mean, I know it's fi- it's financials again as well for people. Even if you just go away for somewhere in the UK, just go away and enjoy some of those moments. Speaking mm. about it, spending time with your partner who you've just got married to, instead of just trying to go back into normality, because it's you have that resistance in the back of your mind, which is remembering the good times and not wanting, because it almost feels like you're forgetting about them by getting back to normality. Especially for me, because I've got this world record thing as well. I mm. had to go out and do a two and a half hour walk this morning, and it's difficult. Things were playing on mine because what I'd done previously with those walks is I'd spent a lot of time planning my speech during those walks and thinking about the day. So it was difficult even doing that this morning, just spending two and a half hours in my own head. Uh, so I'd definitely do that. I think the other things that I've wrote down is to allow yourself just to be immersed in it all. Yeah, just go back onto the honeymoon for one second though. So we are honeymooning. If we if we if we physically can fit in this year, we probably would. The only time we could do it is probably August. I go away in August. We both go away in September. We go away in October. I'm away for three weeks in November and we go away in December. So it's like every single month we're abroad. Uh, whether it's like for work or pleasure, it's kind of a mixture of both of them. It We also ha- like need to take time off the business and time off this and like plan stuff. If we can go away in August, I think if we can like, do you know what I mean? Like find two weeks in August. We, I don't think we we'll could. be going away until January now. Um, But yeah, we're going to do like, I think we're going to do January 2024 and we have a few ideas where we think we'll go which probably won't share but we have a few ideas where we think we're gonna honeymoon mm-hmm. we're just not 100 sure where to go yet so there is gonna be one it's just obviously not directly after the wedding and we've got a little mini moon this weekend haven't we so friday saturday sunday we're going away as you said just in the uk just the two of us getting away having a lovely time and then yeah but we 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 definitely we probably definitely dove into into life a little bit too quickly again. I think because... we definitely have. I think that's the thing for me is why I got upset about it. Yeah, so I've it's... pretty much cried every day since. Yeah, I suppose. But I think that's the thing is the, the thing that I spoke about this morning was how can you make these times as magical as possible? Like, what would add to them? Because I think the the shit thing to do is, and you can't help it, is be upset about them. Because it's not a time where you yeah. should really be upset. It's how can you think about making these times as magical as possible? To think about doing things with your partner or think about spending time with people who are happy for you and also want to drag it out with you. So that's why we went back to the family and we had some of our friends around for dinner last night and we just spoke about it. I think that was really nice as well. Yeah, we're going on a t- date this evening. Spend time <laughs> with people who want to do things. Yeah, and doing doing things with your partner and connecting with your partner I think is, is super important. And then, again, just give yourself time. I think that's the, the biggest thing. But it's, it's difficult because people will listen to us and go, oh, I'll be fine. I thought, oh, I'll just be fine. I'll have the weather and be great, mm. great day, and that'll be it. I think when people say to you, it's going to be the best day of life and you need to spend time being present, that's difficult because I am one of those people who really struggles to be present in situations, really, really struggle. And I spend a lot of my time, I think a, a lot of people do it in the world today, is trying to fill the time with as much stuff as possible, which is very easy to do because there's always distractions. Yeah, I think we were quite good at, like going off at certain points and just being like, wow, this is, wow. Like this is such fun. Like we're having such a nice time. Like when we were taking off for the evening pictures or if we were just sat, there was a moment where we just kind of like was just sat there. We were like, oh, look at everyone dancing. Like everyone's having such a great time. And that was the main thing that I wanted. I wanted other people to obviously have the best time. I think it's difficult to stick to a tactic. Yeah, some no people say every every sixty minutes takes sixty seconds to even have a watch. It's, 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 <laughs> I think once you have a couple of drinks, time goes out the window. You you you're constantly caught up talking to people because you're going to be centre of attention. So it's difficult. Did, so sorry, who was that? Was that Kyle? Go on, Kyle. Oh, no, didn't, didn't say anything. Was that not Kyle? Oh. I was that like, you? Yeah. I was actually going to ask something though. Mm. What what was the what was your favourite part of the day, Kyle? Oh, my favourite part. Yeah. Um, I think. My favorite part. Uh, on a less serious note, was watching how Lucy Davis managed to get the alcohol into her system after she started <laughs> drinking. Because I don't think you bought a drink all night, did you? You just kind of borrowed other people's. Do you know what it was as well? People kept asking to buy. That's why I always had two drinks. Yeah, you were getting people kept asking drinks, to buy drinks, careful. and I was like, I don't want any more. So once I'd finished these two, if I saw a straw in someone's glass, I'd just go to them and go. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have had 
So I knew I had so much to drink because walking yeah. back in that dress. I said to Carl a couple of times, I can't get pissed. Oh God, I was Yeah, you so... said it. At one point you came up to me and said, mate, I've had 20 drinks and I'm not pissed. Yeah. I don't, yeah, so then shots were arranged. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I think at one point I got a bit tired. So I got onto the vodka Red Bulls. I felt like I was 17 again. Yeah. I had a couple more of those. And yeah, people started buying tequilas and it, my face slowly drooped to one side. To be fair, my, my, I think my favorite part of the entire night was, or day, was after we'd eaten dinner and it was kind of sunset. You guys got 15, 20 minutes with a photographer oh, yeah, outside. Lovely. Just the two of you walking around the lake. And obviously yeah. I turned up like a little <laughs> gag in with my camera. But that was great because it was, you know, you weren't putting on a show for anyone. It was just you two. And that, yeah. was, that was great. I think at the, at the time you get a bit pissed off and you think, oh, taking me away from a wedding. But actually yeah. spend that so time thankful. walking around the lake where we were walking and just in that sunset was beautiful and just. Photos are incredible. Yeah, well. it was, uh, it was brilliant. So what was your favorite part? Like the whole wedding breakfast part. Okay. I thought like you were going to the whole day. It's a typical No, no, the wedding breakfast, like sat there, going around each table, talking to people, having yeah. the food. Because some points it was just like me sat with you or me sat with my dad. And there was one point I was like listening in on my mom and dad's conversation because I could hear cute, them. Yeah. And my dad said to my mom, is this everything you had dreamed of your daughter's wedding to be? And I had to turn around because I thought, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> As also, I'm also not part of that conversation. But that was really special like that. But then there was like, there was a vibe. Oh, it was so fun, like everyone dancing, like, because it was such an in-out venue and the weather was stunning. Everyone was just kind of where they wanted to be. There was no pressure. The dance floor was always full. And then yeah. it was it was just honestly a great time because so many people have asked, if you look back, is there anything you change? And I can hands down say, hand on my heart, there is absolutely nothing nothing that I would change. What was the only one thing I'd change? Maybe put a fan under my dress or something because I was hot. Like my little electric fan that I had, wish I had it like under my dress. Wouldn't change a single thing. The one thing I'd change would have been to add more cake. Oh yeah. That pissed me off that. The cake situation, basically. Bind all our fucking cake. We don't know if they binned it. Where we else is it? Really... Lucy, where else is our cake? We don't really know what, basically... When you it's have either that or some family of fucking 50s sat at home eating it now. Yeah, from my experience working weddings, the staff all robbed that for yeah. sure, without a doubt. Because what basically happened, we had a four-tier cake, It was and it tasted delicious. It, looked, it was gorgeous. And then, because they came up to me and said, do you want to cut, cut up the, some of the cake? I was like, yeah, cut the cake. I want people to taste it and eat it. And obviously, I was really drunk. I don't know. I definitely didn't say... Oh, and then just bin the rest. No, you would never say never. bin my cake. No matter how drunk I was. <laughs> would you? And then I assumed they're going to pack it up for you. And then the next day, they bought, they bought the venue, because it wasn't the venue, it was probably the caterers or staff, or but we don't know. Bought over this little box and I'm thinking, it's a fort here. My, the cake was like the size That's of half my body. That's why I'm pissed off that I didn't know that that was the only box of the cake in there, because I presumed. Yeah. So There's they more. must have just binned it like the night of. No, so yeah, what no. we're, we are going to send an email and strongly worded email to be like where, who binned our cake because the, wedding cakes aren't cheap. There's well, a lot well, of effort saying, gone into it. You were messaging me this morning saying, oh, don't go mad at them. No, but I said don't go mad because the food was obviously lovely. So what? You've binned my cake? <laughs> um, but where we had our cake made, we were actually really friendly with the person. So we are going to go back and say, can oh, you yeah, just make it, a cupcake? The girl who made the cake wasn't her fault. The cake was I, beautiful. I was going to say, can you make a cupcake of each flavour? Because I didn't actually get to try any except the one we brought home. I, th I think one of my favourite <laughs> parts was the breakfast part. Was I the, I really enjoyed having, for example, the starter. I'd eat the starter and I'd get up, walk around, speak to one or two tables, go back, have the mains, go around, speak to another two tables, mm. come back to you, speak to you, just, oh, I've been speaking to blah, 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 I haven't seen for a while. That was really nice because you got to kind of mingle with people, come back, spend time with you, speaking about the people you've mingled with, have some food, the food is beautiful as well. So that was great. What do you think your mum's favourite part was? All of it, Ben. Ring I'm not going to ring Ring her. Oh, ring that, get that on the blow and see what So they are in Ireland. Are they? So they might not answer. answer. So Deb, Deb Davis, she'll have a, a sole reaction to the day. Mummy ice. Ice, why? In case of emergency. Do you not have mummy ice or daddy ice in your phone? Not. What ringing your dad? He'll go, hi, Botsa. <laughs> you put my mum, please. Sorry, can we go back to the ice situation? Yeah. I've never heard of that in I've my life. I've never heard of that. Never Who's taught you to do that? So in my mum's phone, my daddy's just saved as ice. Ice, ice. Oh, so baby. it might have been how we were brought up skiing, climbing. We, I got lost. 
And then we were told to put ice on the end of our... Do not have her as like your emergency, you know, that when on, on the iPhone. Oh, oh, yeah. But also, if you have ice next to someone's names, it means in case of emergency. So if I was in serious trouble, you type in ice, and my mum and dad come up, and Megan. You learn something new every day. Yeah, I'd probably add you to it as well. I don't know why you're not part of the ice crew. Uh, obviously not important enough to be part No, of you are. It's just like an old... They're going to be up and down. They mountain. might not have signal, might they? It's not even going through. But no. There we go. Oh. I don't think I'll answer. Come on. Or they'll think something's wrong. Come on, Clive. They're thinking, why is she ringing at 1.46? My dad never answers the phone, ever. <laughs> Probably cycling, isn't he? They'll either be cycling or hiking. Ah. See the ring back in a bit. Make sure you blur out that number there, Cal, if I was holding it on I camera. Think, I think you're oh, okay. no. Come on, I'm fine. Um, so someone had asked, and this is really, I don't think I would, but is there anything you had or did on the day that in hindsight you wouldn't have done? Like, is there something on the day that you didn't thought, wish I didn't did that, I wish I didn't, hadn't I done that? There's nothing that I thought. No. I think my thing is only I can't I can't express to you how hot I was in that dress. I don't think it was anything ceremony. I've done that. I wish I didn't. Let me see if I've got any, what questions I've got. But no, I think uh, when you look back on such like a wonderful day, there's not something where I'm like, oh, because when I say nothing went wrong, nothing went wrong because I knew all the time. And I mean, I was five minutes late to the ceremony, but that wasn't necessarily wrong because we knew we knew we had so much time anyway, so it wasn't a stress. I didn't feel rushed it was just honestly it was the heat at one stage i think outside on the lawn in the sun it was like 30 degrees i had bought a dress for the united kingdom which is usually 10 degrees so but i don't regret my dress that's another thing like i loved my dress i know we joked about me having two contributions to the wedding one being the cigar bar which went down absolutely hit mm. the other one which was absolutely brilliant by the way and i tried to call about this before I mean, it wasn't the cheapest thing in the world. We we added an extra... God, we'll get your foot off my side of the zone. Um, it wasn't the cheapest thing in the world, but adding the extra hour on to the mm. bar. Because what will happen after the wedding is you will have the, the best day of your life, the best memories that you'll ever have. How much would you pay or spend to add an extra hour to the best memories that you've ever had in your life? And that's mm. one of the questions that you'll ask yourself afterwards. So ask yourself that question before, because at the time they go, oh, I've got this to pay for, I've got that to pay for. That should be a priority. I think mm. that should be a priority for more people because we also probably had the best hour of our wedding at that 12 to 1 because so fun. The, the light dropped about half 10 for us mm. and people were outside for quite a while and people started coming back in then. So then people start coming in half 10 to 11. You only got an hour left. Yeah. Whereas we had that extra hour on top. It was brilliant. We had a loads of dancing that last hour people could have an extra few drinks i think by then you're definitely done adding any more time on from that from drinking so early on is wiping people out but ask yourself that question how much if you look back at any other part of your life whether it be holidays or time spent with someone who's passed away how much would you give for an extra hour of that time back mm. ask yourself that question now and then book it that's, yeah. the, that's the only thing i'd say to people who are, who are thinking about not putting an extra hour onto the bar if you've got the option to do that obviously spend the extra money because you will regret not doing it. Yeah, because the standard is 12 o'clock, obviously. Yeah. And if your venue can do it, I think, honestly, that's one of the definitely the best things that we had decided to do. So many people, Ben, have asked, did you cry? Like, everyone wants to know if you cried because obviously on the picture we put up, you can only see my face and my eyes are like glass, you know, when they're, like, they're all sheer because mm -hmm. I, I was, like, crying. You obviously cried at your dad's speech. I got I got a tear on three times in a day. One on. was obviously the very start when the song came on. I was a bit teary. I didn't start crying my eyes out, but I was teary. Yeah, watery. Yeah, and obviously turned around and saw you. The second one was where I was really upset was when we walked into the wedding breakfast to the memorial table. Mm -hmm. Saw my granddad's photo on the table. Fucking broke down then. Mm -hmm. That was just me and you, though, which I think yeah, again was, was nicer. Yeah, yeah. That not everyone was there. And then the third one was obviously when I was giving the speech. Yeah. I got a bit teary then as well. Yeah, I'm, I didn't have like a teardrop onto my cheek though. I was very like, keep it in my eyeballs, get some tissue. But it was it was a very emotional day because there's obviously a lot like leading up to it. One of the things, you know, what I'm so thankful that we did do. And I would say to other brides to do this because I thought it was so much fun. The 
Fuji. How, what are those cameras called? Oh, that was brilliant. Disposable Great cameras. shout. Yeah. Dispose, so we had a disposable camera on every table and a little like checklist thing we had made. It was like Ben and Lucy's I Spy. And it said, for example, the bride and groom kissing, Lucy with the bridesmaid, um, the funniest dancer. So these disposable cameras. Your dad will be on. Yeah, so dad will be on photos. all of them. They were all round on every single table. And we've gone to get them developed. And I think that is, that obviously the photographers, they, they get it all. And we were very like behind the scene pictures anyway and catching the moment. But these are photos taken from other people. And Oliver, our nephew, he had the camera all night. So I can't wait to see what he captures. Does it just be photoshop from two foot tall? Yeah, six, exactly. A six year old little boy running around with the camera. And then yeah. I just think, and that that isn't like a ridiculously expensive thing nah. to do. And it's a very, very nice touch to add on and i think i am so happy i don't know i think i got it off like pinterest or something for the idea i think having um the list of photos to take with the cameras was such a good idea because it tends to be you get 30 photos and people just take 30 selfies and that's it but yeah. yeah you got like go out and capture this do this yeah. tick boxes it's great really. people actually get competitive as well yeah, yeah very oh they were so but competitive i think that's one of the things you after the wedding you keep wanting to have drip feeding memories and images and stuff so any opportunities you can get because obviously we have the main photos from the photographer that you paid for. We had Carl's amazing photos from the day. We had you'll get what well, you got a hundred people there with phones now. <laughs> so you get angles of everywhere. So the other thing to do after the wedding is try and if you've got a group of people or whatever who you know took a lot of photos and videos, is create a uh, shared album on your on your iPhone and get everyone to contribute all the videos and the photos and put them all in there and you can just relive your wedding from hundred mm-hmm. different angles, which was absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, as you said, we've now got 30, sorry, 10 cameras with 30 photos coming back from taking from all different people, all different angles, which would be really, really fun. So that was a good, good decision as well. Someone has asked, how did you choose the venue when there's so many beautiful ones out there? Oh, freaking venue was stunning. And I, it was the only venue we actually went to see in real life. I was actually looking at venues before Ben had proposed Really? Yeah. Me and Cal sat here one day looking. I don't know how it, it was like it was in topic though. We were talking about it. And then I went on and then Cal was sat next to me. And obviously Cal knew you were about to propose. But I'm just going, oh, look at these gorgeous because I knew it was gonna happen one day. Obviously, no, it was happening like the next couple of days. I was like looking at all these stunning venues and I hadn't even seen Dorford Hall. I don't know how I, found, I just found it online and thought we need to go and see this venue. And they had a Saturday in summer, which is like unheard of. And I kept saying, because you were like, oh, we need to look at other venues. And I said, I don't think we do. I was like, I don't think we do. And I'd already put down, down the deposit. I was just fucking, I was like, do you know so what? Much, uh, got you. Stunning. And then when you finally decided, I was like, yeah, great. It's already ours. We've got it. Woo. <laughs> already just like already. Because I knew that venue was the most stunning thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And I thought... You're going to take too long to decide and we're going to miss it. So I'll put the deposit down that I can always get back. And then you decided like three days later, like, yeah, that's the venue. And I thought, fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful, especially in the sun. It was unbelievable. Yeah, even if it had rained, it would have been stunning. But, oh, yeah, we were lucky with the weather. Did Lucy's ring fit? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> oh, my God. So it got, actually got fits. got fingers like a 40-year-old bouncer. I've got a fucking sausage hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does <laughs> does fit like it literally fits what you have to remember and we're going to do this before lauren's we're going to put lauren's hand in a bucket of ice before she gets married no it's not going to work what are you talking about we are doing that no right you freeze someone's finger she's going to be stressed off a cake flapping hot as anything in greece it will it will just it'll blow straight away afterwards again yes it will the thing was when i have my hands down like when me and ben go hiking (laughs) My hands like go twice the size. Yeah, but who's walking? No one's walking like no, but that. This was the this was the thing I thought before I went in. I was like, oh my my engagement ring obviously was on the other finger. I was like, it feels big. It's fine. One thing you could do with your partner is grab the hands, go oh, <laughs> wet a little bit. And as soon the ring as we on. walked down, I was stood like this with my bouquet, and then dropped the bouquet to the left and was holding your hands. Started to swell. So when he's going, I was already looking at my finger, thinking. Not a chance. And we made a bit of a joke about look, look, it. I got 10 thumbs. Like ben, I was like, it's not going to go on. You literally shoved it on. Like, there's going to be a picture of you shoving it. Yours didn't go on that easily either, though. 
Yours was a mine was, was a mine, I was putting yours on. It was like RP ten thousand. Yeah, but we it, it it went on at the aisle. It was on. It was yeah. it was on the finger. But yeah, fuck me, it was a struggle because it was just so tight. It was. Oh, speaking of proposals, don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast yet. Well, Carl, Carl proposed to. Oh yeah, we have Andrea. mentioned it, haven't we? Have we? Just in case so. we haven't, I thought we'd re-mention it again. Yeah. More weddings. Yes. <laughs> the ones to look forward to. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I don't know when you're getting married, but I'm already yeah. there and I'm Pressure's already excited. On. Pressure's on already. Honestly, it's so freaking, I think that's the thing as well. We're one of the first weddings of our friends this year, which is why it's really exciting because it's like, oh, there's like more, more weddings to attend. There's more, there's more joyous occasions. And it's also with a wedding at the end of the day, you're celebrating love with all the people that you love. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the most special things. Like you obviously, yeah, like the whole thing was stunning. It was gorgeous and glorious. But when you have every single person that you love very much all at the same place, and it, it's it's hard to say that would happen again. Maybe, I don't know, at some stage if there was a really big occasion, that could happen again, but not to the extent. So that to me, like, but also people on different tables who were just meeting. Yeah, that was nice. People, Everyone got on really well, yeah. Because you have to do the table plan, and I'm thinking, oh, they've never met, but I think they'll get on really well. So, and then they all, everyone came together, and there was no, nothing. What are you doing? It, it was, it was funny because I said before, someone asked the question about how drunk were you. I, I was by the end of the night fairly drunk, but not, not ridiculously. I still knew what I was doing. And then when I woke up the next morning, I, had no, I basically had no hangover, which is an absolute shock for me. I think it's because. I ate every piece of food through the day. I was eating yeah. all the time, all of the time. Yeah, see, I think that was my rookie. I didn't have any canapes. Keep eating, keep eating you'll be okay. Didn't have canapes, cake or evening food. I ate everything. And if there was a shot that was in my hand? Like yeah, I don't was like, ever do tequila like Lucy Davis. She ate I the lime really first, which supposed to have salt, then did the tequila and then didn't really eat the lime. I think it's so you had a nice bit no... first and drank the petrol and just let it sit There was on no your... salt on my hand, which is why I thought, oh, lime. Lime went in and I was like, oh, no, tequila. I've got a video of that as and well. And then I couldn't even suck the lime because I was so, and obviously I had red and white wine all night. Guys, I was fucking so drunk. I was so drunk and I had the best night of my life. But I wasn't, I was, I was definitely wasn't the worst hangover I've ever had. It was the happiest hangover of my mm. life. Like I was actually fine, just a bit of a sore head. Everyone had a bit of a sore head. It's fine. Truth. Absolutely fine. If I could relive any moment because someone just asked, it'd just be the... Yeah, do that as the last question. It'd be, it'd be the walking down the aisle. I think anyone would mm. like to see that moment again because it's a moment that you can never see again. Yeah. I'd love to relive that because I'm a bit like you. I can remember it, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Well, we've got the video to look forward to, don't we? Yeah, That's we it. do. Like, no, like you, you guys clearly aren't seeing, but... That, yeah, I want to relive that because I can't... Unless someone wants to make me an offer, I can't refuse. <laughs> I can't really remember what we said, the order. I didn't... I was looking at the floor during Gramps' because I didn't want to cry. So I've reread over that reading because I was like, oh... Because mm. I couldn't take in the words. Yeah. I was just... I was like shaking for quite a, quite a while. I think he was shaking as well, wasn't he, bless him? Yeah, he was shaking. It was all shaky. Ceremony was shaky. But overall, best day of lives... Best day of our lives, Why yeah. Why did you go so northern then, Ben? Best day of lives. Yeah, it really was fantastic. And obviously we thought straight after the wedding, which was only a couple of days ago, we had to do a podcast on it. So fingers crossed, hopefully you enjoyed it this just, It was just episode. basically an excuse for, for us to chat, <laughs> chat about our wedding, drag it out Helping even us further. with our wedding blues, yeah, guys. Thank you. therapy session, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. But yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. And obviously, yeah, we have shared pictures online and videos and stuff we were always going to share pictures and things like that as well but um yeah we're probably going to share them for the foreseeable every saturday maybe i just change like a wedding post maybe i just do a wedding post every weekend else had for me for small, <laughs> it's small tips so that we sorry i'm waffling on for the podcast you now. are a little bit the gifts that we did was really nice they weren't super expensive but i think it was nice to have something to open for each other in the morning oh, oh little wedding gifts yeah they yeah. were lovely that was quite a nice sentiment. I don't even know if that's traditional or not, but we both laughed them for each other. If you were a guy doing a speech, write out in full and then bullet point it and do it on some cue cards and then try and do, time yourself doing it, but try and do a version of the speech leading up 
where you practice it without any chords and without any letters. I did that and I was shocked how much I could remember because then all that means is that when it gives you a lot of confidence, but two, when you're going to do the speech, you know that you'll have the confidence to recite quite a lot of it without looking at anything because mm. I think not reading off cue cards or reading off the letter or the paper carries a lot better in you translating your emotions across in the story rather than you just reading it like it's a book. So they're my top tips. Just one of the things one. did oh. you use the second shirt then or was that... i didn't in the end that's a great ah, tip okay. though basically one of cal's tips was which i did get another shirt is to take a second shirt and everyone said that's a great idea it was a great idea i just didn't follow cute follow through mm. i think i don't know why i didn't it was, do it you didn't want to take your dicky bow off in your i think i just links. got to the point where i was drunk to the point where i, I probably couldn't smell myself or feel i ever probably pissed myself i wouldn't have known so that was why then. But yeah, great shout. So if you if you're a groom, take a second shirt with you. I think that's a very, very good option to have, especially if you're someone who sweats a lot. It was also the same with my dress though, because we were supposed to pin it up beautifully. We just fucking shoved that shit up and we were just pinning it and tying it round because it was so long. We were all we were all shown how yeah. to pin it up beautifully. It didn't happen. Make sure to try your suit on a couple of times the week of and the weeks mm. before, especially if you've lost weight and you take things things taken in which you can't do with your dress because i think it's like a month out mm -hmm. that you have to do that but i think it's all fine just enjoy every single moment yeah. definitely just take it in and cherish it and get some great pics we great videos. also what me and Luce did probably by accident as well we both left our phone on the table the whole night i i thought i'd lost my phone didn't I know where it was i left my phone on the table the whole night didn't go on it at all not one single time that i got on my phone i don't think i don't know i've got some selfies though of a a big group of us, which I think I took because I'm holding it. But I could have been holding someone else's phone. I didn't use my phone at all. I thought it was great because I didn't want to spend any time on my phone. Yeah, I didn't. Which And as well for us, because our job's partly on, well, a lot on our phones, it was actually so nice just to not be on our phones. Mm -hmm. Like, at, at all. So we didn't see anything. We didn't see anyone's posts or anything. And then, obviously, the next day we could enjoy it together, which I thought was really, really magical. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this one, guys. A little wedding waffle. Wedding waffles. If you enjoyed it, well, feel free to. Can people leave questions on Spotify, Carl? Uh, yes, I'll add a question box for any Q and A questions you want. Mm. In future, general Q and A is that what you want? Yeah, anything, yep. anything. No you, anyone's got any comments they want to leave on the YouTube channel? Please feel free to do so. I know a lot of people left comments about the intro in last week. We do read through all the comments, so feel free to do that. Continue to share away the podcast with friends and family because it does really help us grow the podcast and that means again in the future that we can get better guests on and we can make this podcast as unbelievable as possible which is our plans because we are at some point hoping to be able to scale to two episodes per week uh, we don't know exactly when it's going to be but that is the plan because we want to continue to make this podcast the best in the uk and we can only do that with your help yeah as Ben said, you guys can help us do that because we'd love to be able to do two episodes a week, but um, just a bit of a stretch at the moment in terms of I mean, more people time. to subscribe as well. Yep, subscribe wherever you're listening. And again, we hope you love this week's episode and we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.